That's a shame. Oh. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, um, okay, that's annoying. Or maybe I can just talk. Maybe I'm just, okay, we'll talk a bit and then go. But it looks like I can't play music anymore. Oh, bloody, or even talk. Or even talk. Can I not talk? Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, let me see if there's anything on my computer I can turn off to try and free up um, CPU. Uh, this, by the way, is a brand new laptop. This is a brand new uh, Mac uh, M1 chip, which is supposed to be really good and is supposed to be able to do all sorts of things. And it's kind of conflicting because it partly isn't, partly isn't. It like sometimes can and sometimes it just completely cannot. So the past month or so while we've been on the road has been very frustrating for in the in the in the, in with regards to trying to work, you know, because uh, the things just keep crapping out. I uh, basically everything is taking about ten times longer now than it does uh, in, at home, you know. So I kind of I'm up till like five o'clock every night getting things done. <laughs> Pull out the violins. Oh, Kira the Don in uh, in his Mexican Airbnb trying to make things work. This okay. It seems to be working now. Is it because? You wish to make an apple pie from scratch. Yeah. You must first invent the universe. No. It really doesn't seem to like it. Oh, well, never mind. This is going to revert to a talky stream, I guess, for now, while we uh, try and test that out. Although, anyway, uh, Cosmic Kangaroo says, if you wish to use an Apple Mac, you must first, indeed. If you wish to use a uh, Mansanas, Mansanas uh, Mac, you must first, uh, I don't know, I don't know what you must first do. What must you first do? Uh, what you must first do is make everything as analog as possible. So currently, this microphone is routed into the computer directly. And as we have worked out tonight, that's problematic. So I'm going to have to try and get some more analog solutions uh, while I'm out here, uh, I guess. Anyway, uh, Cosmic Kangaroo says Apple saved. I don't know. Laura Pip says tech is poop wherever you are. Uh, WMRV says pay a couple grand. What for? What for? Uh, this is already, this laptop is like a, Three grand laptop or something. You'd have thought it would it would be able to uh, handle things, but uh, to be fair, I do ask a lot of it, and it has done a lot. All of the music you've been hearing, uh, all of the videos you've been hearing, mixtapes and stuff, have been done on this humble little guy, you know. And that is amazing. That is a thing, a thing of joy and wonder. Uh, Doctor Bees and Guns says, "Got voice." Uh, thank you. Good. Uh, wonderful. Uh, Chris Olin says, a manzana a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Defcon says, Batman, always Batman's fault. Uh, Full Killer says, is it the episode where he sings? <laughs> Sheila says, Pat Robbins bottom. Does he Pat Robbins bottom? Does he do that? Does he do that? Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. <laughs> It has to be the episode with the... Oh, Hercules! Come back! People have been making suggestions about which episode... And uh, whenever this... Oh, God. Whenever the vocal cuts out, whenever the sound cuts out, it's... Uh, people have been making suggestions about which episode it was. Yeah. 
Uh, Fool Killer says, it must be the episode with the body snatcher like aliens. It wasn't that one? But that one was weird. Uh, Come up here. They can't hear you. You're hiding under the table. Savage Chill says, was it the one where Aquaman cut his own hand off? No, that wasn't scary, but I did watch that one. Yeah. Uh, Cosmic Kangaroo says, Justice League turned into Social Justice League and started saving people chopping down trees. (laughs) Oh, that's a joke. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Beckett H says, Hercules needs his own show. Oh, wait. He's stealing this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's true. Uh, It's true. Uh, Mark Demant says, The Once and Future Thing Part 1 Weird Western Tales. Was it that? No. I don't know what that one is. Okay. Asher says, Get him on Naruto or One Piece. Uh, I don't like the Naruto. It's boring. We used to watch Naruto, and you said it was boring. Yeah, there's two episodes we watched it, and it's super boring. Uh, we watched the first episode of One Piece as well. What did you think of that? I can't even remember what that is. It was that pirate guy with it, and he kept doing crazy, wacky faces. I, I don't know. Anyway. Uh, D-Man says, Batman, he wears his underoos on the outside. <laughs> no. Sergio Tej says, Nibbles. Nibbles? What's Nibbles? In, in Justice League, that made you feel weird. Wait, there's Nibbles? <laughs> you don't call them nibbles anymore. Well, I can nibble. You used to no, call them nibbles. They weren't. They weren't. No, I don't. You used to used to say. Uh, oh, what did you used to say? For, how did you used to say bananas? Chabana. Chabana. That was it. That was cute. Uh, D- Sheila says Pat Robbins bottom. Did Batman Pat Robbins bottom? <laughs> no, I didn't know. It. That sounds kind of funny though. <laughs> uh, blackest ni- in blackest night. So lots of people made suggestions. None of them are right. Are you going to tell us what the problem was? No, it's it's too weird. Okay. All right. Well, that was anticlimactic as a section. I thought that was going to be a really interesting section of the show. Keep trying. I think they've tried enough. I think people have exhausted their knowledge of Batman. It's it's where there's B. Here, here's a hint. B and C. That's the hint. B, C. B, C. Batman. And Cuphead. He's so done. Hercules is so done. And uh, this this computer is just crapping out completely. Yo, 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 yo. Val says the world will never know. The world will never know. Cedric uh, says, what was the Naruto run song Herc sang? Oh, yeah. That was that one he freestyled about Naruto running to the government's house and telling them hooray. To stop uh, lockdowns or something. Was that it? Do you remember that one, Hercules? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh, and the thing is just totally cutting out here. And, uh, oh, that's annoying. The computer is cutting out out, out totally. I think we're going to have to. uh, I think we might have to cut the stream short. Herky, do you want to go get Mama so she can come and say hi before we stop the stream? Because we're going to have to stop the stream because the computer is just crapping out. Could you stop making that stupid face in the mirror and go get your mother, please? If only I could turn the camera over that way and you could see the silly face he's making. Go and get your mother. My goodness. Why don't we just do a stream where we talk? We are doing a stream where we talk. That's exactly what's happening. But even the talking is kind of cutting out a bit as well. Anyway. Yeah. Happy Meaning Wave Day, everybody. (laughs) Of course, on Meaning Wave Day, uh, of course, it wouldn't be a meaning stream without some technicalities, would it? 
It wouldn't be a meaning stream without some technicalities. YouTube Hero Alex says there's no audio issues on our end. Uh, does not, doesn't the music keep cutting out? I'm going to play some music now. Let me know if the music cuts out or you can hear it cutting out because I can hear it cutting out. Maybe it's just me. If you wish to make an apple pie from scratch, you must first invent the universe. Alright, this is the test. Uh, did w Could you hear it cutting out then? Because I could hear it cutting out then. If you couldn't hear it cutting out, and I could, it means it's my headphones, which would be much better. So do let me know if you could hear it cutting out then. Because if it's just the headphones, that's a lot easier to fix. That's much easier to fix if it's just the headphones. You know? Herky says, just buy new headphones. No cut out sounds good. It must just be the headphones. Hurrah! Hurrah! Herky. Da -na 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 -na. Da -na -na -na. Where did Mama Don go? She left because she didn't want to see me. Mama Don, come back. How are you doing, Mama Don? How are you doing? I, I just fixed it. I just had a loose connection. I just had a loose connection. It's all it was. It was a loose connection. I'm so happy. I've been so, so I spent the past like almost hour of the stream thinking there was something wrong with the software and switching everything off on the computer and doing all this stuff. And all the time it was just a loose headphone connection. Oh my goodness, how classic. Anyway, uh, we got Mama done in the house. She's not coming on because I think she doesn't want to have to climb over all these cables. But uh, how are you feeling, Mama done? I don't know if you could hear that. She says, all the way over there, she says, I feel good. Happy Meaning Wave Day, Mama Don. Do you want to come over and say hi? She says, why don't you try playing some music? That's very different to, to um, what I just suggested, which was you coming over and saying hi. But I can play music. I will play some music. Okay. okay, do you have a song you want to hear, Mama Don? She's saying, um, be the hero. she says, be the hero. She wants to hear be the hero. Okay. We're going to play be the hero for Mama Dun. Be the, I just wrote be the Mama Dun <laughs> into my DJ software. Be the hero for Mama Dun. All right. This is a song for Mama Dun. This is a song by Akira the Don and uh, Dr. Joseph, Joseph Rogan. Akira. It's for the heroes. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. 90% of it is just showing up. Get there and start working. Like, you're not going to feel perfect every day. 
gotta be those days you push through. This is what I want you to do. Write down what you would like to fix about your life. If you're 30 pounds overweight, you wanna lose 30 pounds? Do it the right way. Write down what you eat. Exercise every day. Force yourself to do it. The brain is the general, the troops are the body, and you get up and you do it. And then you get to write it down. You know, you're doing what you gotta do to get by, but ultimately you're not respecting yourself. I think we all have a certain amount of appreciation and respect for hero figures. We all look at the guy who never lies, always does the right thing, and fucking helps everybody out, and that's the John Wayne character, you know, that's, that's the ultimate hero. The ultimate hero. cigarettes but you fucking have to you, you can't deal with the stress and smoke you devalue yourself you slowly start devaluing <laughs> look at yourself and you realize that if you were judging yourself you would judge yourself on fate you can't pretend the hero of your story hero of your story most people get stuck in these patterns find themselves in a person who doesn't follow through on their ideas I start things and I quit. No, you don't. No, you have started things and you quit. And it gives you a horrible sense of regret that's made you define yourself by that. You're not who you were a year ago. You're not who you were five years ago. You're not who you were last week. You gotta regulate how much you dwell on regrets of the past. Four years ago. You really gotta be careful. Regulator! You have to be the hero story and you can do that you have to be the hero of your own story you can be the hero of your own story that woke up today you can be the hero of your own story that at 40 years of age stopped got out of bed and said i'm not doing this anymore i'm not doing this anymore and i'm gonna get myself in shape and i'm gonna eat healthy and I'm gonna do this because this is this is me now. This, this is me now. I decide that this is me. And people have to realize that you are not your past. You are not all the yeah. times you fucked up. You're not all the times you were drunk. That's not you. That's, that's not you. You are the person who's learned from a great deal of experience. This is a battle that you will fight for the rest of your life. But the key is to fight it, not to give in. Don't give in to that resistance. Fight that resistance. And in doing so, every day you do so, you have won the battle for that day. And you will continue to fight that battle. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. You have to be the hero of your own story. You can do that. You have to be the hero of your own story. And you can do that. You have to be the hero of your own story. 
Dennis. so happy it was just a headphone it was just a headphone just a headphone and that was uh that was be the hero be the hero of your own movie joseph rogan and kira the dime from the album experience came out around this time last year that was mama don's choice mama don why did you choose that song Hang on, you have to come over here, we can't hear you. Mama why did you choose that song? I said in the chat, I always put this song on when I've got something to do that I don't want to do. Yeah. Exactly, and how often is that? Every single day. What was the last thing you may forced yourself to do? I actually don't think I did it. I was like, I'm gonna have to put that Rogan song on. I, I always do it whenever I sit down to do something I don't want to do. And uh, I don't think I ever did it. What was it? Oh, some terribly dull admin task. I can't even remember. Probably something important. Marmadon, what was? Can you remember life before Meaning Wave? Yes. <laughs> what was life like before Meaning Wave? It it was different. I mean, it was it was different. Um, mainly. Like, you've always been prolific, haven't you? Uh, producing music and being very... Lots of activity occurring around you in your work. Um, that's frozen, by the way, over there. I was just marvelling at the fact that we've managed to build a spaceship in an Airbnb. <laughs> which is quite funny. Yeah, I was, yeah, this on Looking at it on the screen, I was like... Oh, um, life before Meaning Wave. Yeah, so you were still super prolific. Um, but I, you had more purpose and meaning when you got going with Meaning Wave. And then obviously people, which is nice, isn't it? <laughs> people is great. Um, yeah, and, um... 
Yeah, I did dead air then. I was thinking, sorry, everyone. Sorry. It's late. I'm tired. Um, but um, it was interesting hearing Herc talk about his exciting life before Meaning Wave. I'm glad we gave him such a magical childhood going to CVS. I was, I was just saying that, it was like, that's when we lived in Hollywood and he would do things like we would go down Hollywood Boulevard and he would hi-fi Spider-Man and things like that. He had all sorts of crazy, amazing things going on in his life. Uh, but what he remembers is what go to see for you. <laughs> Never mind, what are you going to do? Uh, he was only four. Juggling lawyer, thank you for the 499, says, Akira, your music inspired me to leave my job as a lawyer and open my own law firm. It has now been over two years and my life's much better. Thanks. Ah! Nice. That's so cool. What do you think of that, Mama Dunn? That is super cool. <laughs> That's so cool. Proud of you. Congratulations, uh, Juggling Lawyer, uh, on your epic law firm success. Hello, Ali. Thank you for the 3099 Super Chats. It's happiest of birthdays to what has been a light in my life. In Meaning Wave. It has existed for me now Tomorrow, and God's willing, till the end of my days. Oh, it has existed for me now, tomorrow, and God's willing, till the end of my days. What did you think of that, Mama Dunn? Well, the, the gauntlet is down, Akira. The gauntlet is down. you got to keep making meaning wave. Forever. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we haven't actually got an exit plan, have we? No, sorry, I thought I might have just made the microphone connection wiggly there. And I was like, oh gosh, not a cutting out mic as well. Yikes. Somebody, well, several people said it wouldn't be a meaning stream without technical difficulties. It's a little bit of a shame it was actually just the headphones. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I'm glad it was just the, uh, I'm glad it was just the headphones. But, um, but still, it's amusing that, yeah. And uh, I mean, a hurt came on and was entertaining, so, yeah, you know. Even if Akira's on completely falls it up. You know the bit, the bit where the music went completely? That's because I thought the computer was cutting out, so I was trying to switch off processes. And I went in the activity monitor and turned off a kernel. They never needed to happen. It was all just the headphones all along. It was all in my head. It was all on your head. It was all on my head all along. Oh, my goodness. You know what that is? That's because, um, you know, for ages I've been meaning to get like in-ear monitor things. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's God saying, get the in-ear monitors. Stop rubbing that bit of your head repeatedly with this strap over and over and stop hiding. That's what these do. And stop hiding your beautiful moule fade. What do you think of the, the, new, the new hair, Mama Don? I really like it. I'm really glad I found you a really great barber's. Are you going to find me a really great hairdresser? Um, I just don't know if that's my forte. Like, I don't know if that's what I'm good at. What you, one of the things you are good at is finding really great hair curtain places for me. You did it in Texas. You found me that lovely lady in, uh, in Austin who gave me the most recent good haircut I had. But this one today was just magical. I think we need to import this guy. I think we need to. I, I was thinking that when you were talking about it earlier. I was like, oh, gosh. Got to get that guy to travel. You know? Um, 
Because it's hard to find a good hair stylist, isn't it? Do you know how much it cost? What? And this is like an expensive place around here. Uh, the haircut was 30 bucks. And the beard, the beard was 10 bucks. It's just shocking. I tipped him 30%. Yeah. What's that? You want to hear more music? Play more music. Less talking. You don't want to talk anymore. It's not that I don't want to talk. It's that I just think it's nice to have music, isn't it? <laughs> no? Am I wrong? What are you going to play next, Akira? What's your favourite Moon Wave song? Akira. What's your favourite meaning? Well, you did dead air then. Ha ha. It's not, it's not only me that does it. Wait. I know. But what's your favourite meaning wave track, Akira? And you can't say the one I'm about to produce. The one that's coming out next week. Boo. <laughs> Dislike. Not an exciting answer. Uh, this one's pretty good. I read a lot about terrible things that people have done to each other. You just can't even imagine it. It's so awful. So you don't want to be someone like that. Now, do you have a reason to be? Yes, you have lots of reasons to be. God, there's reasons to be resentful about your existence. Everyone you know is going to die. You too. And there's going to be a fair bit of pain along the way. And lots of it's going to be unfair. It's like, yeah. No wonder you're resentful. It's like, act it out. See what happens. You make everything you're complaining about infinitely worse. There's this idea that hell is a bottomless pit. And that's because no matter how bad it is, some stupid son of a bitch like you could figure out a way to make it a lot worse. That's what life is like. It's suffering. That's what the religious people have always said. Life is suffering. Life is suffering. Yes. Like, 
polish up a little bit, but you might even be able to manage in your efficient present condition. So you might shine yourself up a little bit and then your eyes will be a little more open and then you can shine yourself up a little bit more and then maybe you could bring your family together instead of having to be the hateful, fightful, neurotic, infighting bats that you're doomed to spend Christmas with. Life is difficult that's actually difficult you're a little wiser and so then maybe you could put a tentative finger out beyond the family and try to change some little thing without wrecking it our society is complex and we teach our students that they could just fix it it's like go fix a military helicopter and see how far you get with that you're like a chimp with a wrench Whack. Whack. oh look it's better like no it's not better things are complicated and to fix things is really hard and you have to be like a golden tool to fix things and you're not and that's the other message of the west how do you overcome the suffering of life be a better person what life is suffering And I think, you know, if you said to someone, you want to have a meaningful life? Everything you do matters. That's the definition of a meaningful life. But everything you do matters. You're going to have to carry that with you. Or do you want to just forget about the whole meaning thing and then you don't have any responsibility because who the hell cares? And you can wander through life doing whatever you want gratifying impulsive desires for how useful that's going to be and you're stuck in meaninglessness but you don't have any responsibility which one do you want well ask yourself which one are you pursuing 
and you'll find very rapidly that it isn't the majority of your soul that's pursuing the whole meaning thing because well look what you have to do to do that you have to take on the fact that life is suffering you have to put yourself together in the face of that so that's hard christ it's amazing people can even Every day when I go outside, and it isn't a riot. Everything burning. is labor, which is people working for you. So instead of me lifting rocks, I can have 10 people lift rocks. And just by my guidance and where the rocks should go, a lot more rocks get moved than I could do myself. Everybody understands this because we're evolved to understand the labor form of leverage. Give me a lever long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. Give me a level long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. Give me a level long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. Give me a level long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. So what happens is society overvalues labor as a form of leverage. This is why your parents are impressed when you get a promotion and you have lots of people working underneath you. This is why when a lot of naive people, when you tell them about your company, they'll say, how many people work there? They're using the way to establish credibility. They're trying to measure how much leverage and impact you actually have. We just automatically assume that more people is better. But I would argue that this is the worst form of leverage that you could possibly use. Managing other people is incredibly messy. It requires tremendous leadership skills. You're one short hop from a mutiny or getting eaten or torn apart by the mob. It's incredibly competed over. Entire civilizations have been destroyed over this fight. For example, communism, Marxism, is all about the battle between capital and labor. Das Kapital und das Labor, right? So it's kind of a trap. So you really want to stay out of labor-based leverage. You want the minimum amount of people working with you that are going to allow you to use the other forms of leverage. Much more interesting. Give me a lever long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. Give me a lever long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. Give me a lever long enough and a place to stand and I will move the earth. 
give the F, give me a level long enough and I, and I will move the F, give me a Venus in the building. What up, no! Shout out to everybody looked and what up, guys? Thank you for the one dollar super chat. Austin came in with 499. That's so nice of him. Says this song breaks my heart, but in a good way. I think you're talking about life is suffering, and I basically, yeah, exactly. You are correct. We got Luke in the building, came through with a five dollar super chat like a G. Says I'm late. G double O D. Oh, Sivian! Thank you for the five dollar super chat. How you doing, baby? Network effects. Network effects. Network effects. What's that? Leverage. Network effects. Network effects. All right. Look for free. Oh, Sivian said the Naval album was worked on me subliminally. Now making moves to create wealth. When previously I disliked money, chasing, viewing it as greed. Boom! Boom! Same. That was one of, that was, uh, yeah, Mamadon and me had that. We had that programming, baby. We had that stupid ass intergenerational stay poor forever programming. We broke that shit. Still work, you know, there's still bits of it. There's still elements of it. You, you see it sometimes niggling, you know? But yo, thanks to Meaning Wave. Thanks to Meaning Wave, baby. You know, we, we, we can, we've been saved, you know? We've been saved from... What, what, sh- what seemed to be a certain future of poverty. Broke acidness. It could have carried on for another generation or 70. Break the chain! Break the chain, Silverlink Doe says it's not greed to provide yourself and your family, your wife, your kids. It's not greed. It's not greed to not be a burden on the state. It's not greed to not be a drain on the resources of the systems. It's not greed to uh, be a part of a necessity for such vast, all-encompassing 
Frankly Evil Systems. It is in fact your duty to do everything you can to break those cycles and provide for yourself those around you, to lessen the impact on that structure, to create abundance with the gifts you have been given. Abundance that will echo on throughout eternity. That's what you have. That's what you have in your potential. Oh, gotta get back to that person. Someone wrote to me, they said, oh, why is Don? I hate myself. What can I do about that? Well, somewhere in potential is a version of yourself that you would admire. Somewhere in, in, your, in your potential, there is a version of yourself that you would look up to. You would admire them, you would look up to them if you met them. Aim at that. You aim at that, work out what that is, write that down. Consider it thoroughly. What's it look like? What's, it, what's, the, whole, what's the whole entirety of that, that potential you? Right, so you aim at that, that's your aim, and then you just reverse engineer systems to become that. There's a, that's you in potentiality, so how do you get there? How do you get there? I'm doing that at the moment. I'm nowhere near final form, as, as, as I'm sure you, you can tell. I'm a lot further along than I was four years ago. I've got a long way to go. I've recently been, uh, been going through that process of, okay, of defining what that is. Defining what that is. And how does one get that? All right, so you, that's what you want to do. You want to define what that is, and then you want to reverse engineer how you get there, and then you want to put in place systems that will carry you there. Like a rock star crowd surfing. Like a surfer on a giant wave. Those systems will be the waves those systems together. Okay, it's a sneak peek of next week. You know how special you guys are. You know I love you. You know how special you are. You are, you are the, the foundation, the core, the, the heart, the beating heart of Meaning Wave. this right so there's oh nice so uh 5127 people have already heard the new song on spotify shout out to the uh the uh, release radar thing when it works it's wonderful but you are here it is you that is here save what a save did you see that amazing all right yeah for you brand new brand new recorded written and recorded right here in Don studios 
Playa del Carmen, inspired by a photo taken by my wife. Words by Edgar Allan Poe. called a dream within a dream and we'll be dropping next friday and that was written and recorded right here right here right here me stood like this because i don't sit down anymore because uh 
you know, I t- I t- you know about this. When I got here, I could barely walk, you know, because I've been sitting down so hard working on JBP and uh, the Epic Titus record and all these other songs uh, to get ready to, you know, go into exile. So I sat down so much. I, when I got here, I could barely stand, and I saw, I saw a couple of doctors. You know, I've had a couple of doctors come around here. I had an Italian guy come around here and beat the shit out of me on the table. And anyway, long story short, I can't be sitting down no more. So I stand, you know, and I stand right here. This is where I stand. And I made that song stood right here, literally last week. I made that song last in last week. I finished. <laughs> uh, when did I finish that song? Saturday, you know. So a quick turnaround on that one. Quick turnaround on that one. Silver Nigdosa sitting is for simps. <laughs> Basically, you, you kind of want to be, my understanding is you want to be alternating between standing and sitting, you know? Uh, when I get home, I'm going to get me one of those desks that go up and down when you press a button, and I guess I'll sit down for an hour, stand for an hour, that type of joint. But right now, I'm just standing. And then uh, when I remember to stop standing, I go and like lie upside down with my feet in the air for a bit. Anyway, uh, I hope you really enjoyed that song. Valvina says, What a king masterpiece! Thank you. Glad you liked it. Glad you liked it. Luke Robinson says, Galaxy Brain activated. Aspiring Leader says, Meaning Wave exists. Rodzor says, This is water. Angie Komaromi says, This is awesome. Aim B says, In my childhood, I learned the verses about look to the birds of the air, look to the lilies of the field, and now Akira has put them to music. Yes! That's right. That's what we do. That's what we do. Uh, someone said, let's see, the f- they want to see the photo. Uh, I haven't set this shit up to be able to share screens yet. So I can't show you the photo. You'll see the photo when the song comes out, and then, you, and then you'll be able to tell if it's fitting or not. Um, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Someone was asking about Epic Titus album. I think I saw that go past. Epic Titus album. Who wants an Epic Titus album? Let me know. Silverlink Doe says, amazing stream. I've loved every minute. You are breathtaking. Thank you for being here. Uh, it's been a quite emotional stream. <laughs> Good old technicality is classic. I spent an hour thinking shit was not working and therefore acting in that fashion. Amazingly. Um, yeah. Roberto Pacquiao says, much love to everyone. Yeah. Andrew says, someone wants an Epic Tetis album. Someone. Uh, yes, exactly. Laura Pips says, standing all the way. Mark L says, in flow. Shecky says, in the gypsy spaceship. In the gypsy spaceship. Oh, I just saw the lights totally off. What do we think of the lighting? I just realized I could control the lighting with this slider, so it doesn't actually have to be bright. It could be dark <laughs> no. uh, let me know which lighting you prefer do you like it bright or do you like it not bright i was doing it for effect you know i was experimenting i was experimenting brothers and sisters uh, roberto says i love seeing how much the community has grown the community is beautiful blackrock beacon says i love this i miss the daily streams Sajid Sajid says that those epic, those epic Tita streams were fire. Yeah, we did that, didn't we? We did that. I was actually looking for that, um, the audio book. <laughs> I was looking for the audio book that I used in that live waving, which was just like, 
It wasn't planned at all. And uh, I couldn't find it. I think it might have been deleted from YouTube. I couldn't find it. And I'd never written down who the voice was. And I spent about an hour looking through uh, audiobooks, Epictetus audiobooks, and I couldn't find it. And I didn't like the... I didn't... Um, none of the voices... That was a real special voice that that guy had, and I couldn't find him. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this myself. That's why I sang it. I was initially... I was going to make a record with that old, old-ass recording i couldn't find it so i was like fuck it i'm gonna do it myself and um then that came out really really dope it came out really dope it's like a song song you know it's a song song so the epic Titus joint and by the way if you missed that maybe you missed it you know maybe you missed it because we played it at the beginning of the show so maybe i'll play it again It's nice having buttons, I gotta say. It's good having buttons, baby. It's good having buttons, you know. Buh, buh. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Aye. Things in our control, opinion, aim, desire, aversion, and, and in a word, whatever our, our own, own actions, whatever our, our own actions. Things are not in our control, body, property, Woo. reputation, command, and in a word, whatever our. Not our own actions Whatever are not our own actions The things in our control are by nature free Unrestricted and unhindered Unrestricted and unhindered Those not in our control are weak Dependent, restricted, alien, restricted, alien Remember then, if you suppose the things which are dependent are Also free and take for thee What belongs to others then you will be hindered You'll lament, you'll be disturbed You'll find fault with gods and men You'll find fault with gods and men Some things are in our control and others not Some things are in our control and others not Some things are in our control and others not and others not Aye. But if you take for your own Only that which is your own A view what belongs to others Such as it really is No one will ever compel you No one will ever restrict you You will find fault with no one You will accuse no one You will do nothing against your will No one will hurt you You'll have no enemy And you will not be harmed Aiming there for us such great things Remember you must not allow No tendency in yourself to be trained Entirely quit some I've been now postpone the rest But if you would both have these great things Along with power and riches You'll not even gain the latter Cause you aim at the former And you'll fail at the former By which alone happiness and freedom are achieved Some things are in our control And others not Some things are in our control And others not Some things are in our control And others not Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not. Some things are in our control and others not.
others not yeah. Work then so I say to every harsh appearance You are but an appearance And by no means the real thing And then examine it by those rules which you have And first and chiefly this And first and chiefly this Whether it concerns things in our control Or those which are not Or those which are not And if it concerns anything not in our control to say that it is nothing to you There you go, baby. There you go. Brand new Akira the Don and Epictetus. Brand new Ghost Rider, uh, Ghost Rider, uh, Ghost Riders of the Storm. Oof, oof, oof. In the in the stable, you know. I said this before. Like, you know, a lot of people got Ghost Riders. You know, a lot of people got Ghost Riders. Drake, his his Ghost Rider is called uh, Quentin. Is it? You know, Jay Z. Uh, worked as a ghost writer for Dr. Dre. You know, Kanye, people say Kanye got ghost writers. What Kanye actually does is like, he just brings everyone who's hot out to the studio when he's recording a record and like gets them all to like give him ideas and also like riffs off him or whatever, you know what I mean? He's got a good way of doing it. But anyway, like none of those guys, none of those guys have got ghost writers like mine. None of them guys has got ghost writers of the caliber of uh, Cure of the Dawn, yeah, because I got Marcus Aurelius, right? 2,000 years, immortal, Roman emperor. I've got Epictetus. Now I've got Edgar Allan Poe too. Buh! Ain't no one messing with my stable. No one is messing with my stable, you know? Don't even listen to NPR. Don't even listen to it, yeah. Callous to say what has never been said to see what 
Rodzoas is my favorite. Wow. <sighs> Silverlink Doe, what's up? Says I'm new, but hello anyhow. Good to have you here. Oh, welcome. Aye. Sheila says, do you unmiss mowing? Do you miss mowing? Yes. Well, I don't miss anything, because you know I like to live in the moment, but I enjoy mowing, and uh, I will enjoy mowing again. That's an aspect of my life that I'm going to enjoy. When I get to do it again, I'm going to enjoy that. I'm going to savor that. This, I'm gonna, this will be me. Why would anyone do drugs when they could just mow along? Why would anyone do drugs when they could just simply mow along? Moral order. 
this going on and on. Closing my finger were indefinitely long. Both fingers. They're just crossing each other. Now on one side of it, it's a pair of scissors. Yeah. And it cuts. What is it on the other side? Why, it's opening female legs. Please come in. Please come in. Please come in. Please come in. One side of it is a pair of scissors. What is it on the other side? Utter softness, utter receptiveness. On the other side, it's. But on this side, it's. Please, 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 yes, 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 yes,
the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer? What's the answer to the meaning of life? What's the answer to the meaning of life? What's the answer to the meaning of life? Here's an answer. And this is very beautiful. I was trying to solve this terrible puzzle about how it was that human beings got themselves in such a tangle about what they believed. Such a tangle that we were pointing the ultimate weapons of destruction at one another, which, by the way, we are still doing. I thought, okay, well, I understand that. We need our belief systems. They orient us. And that means there will be conflict between belief systems, and that can be a catastrophe, and that's being played out everywhere, again, in very many ways. What's the solution to that? Well, one possibility is there's no solution. It's just mayhem all the way around. Could be the case. But it seemed to me, as I delved into it, that the proper solution to that was to live properly. As an individual. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. God only knows where you are. You're more powerful than you think. Way more powerful. You're blind to your own weaknesses. Also blind to your own strengths. And so then I think, well, if you got your act together, it'd be better for you, and instantly it would be better for your family, assuming they wanted you to get your act together, and not everyone does. And then it would be better for the community. Like, how far could you take that? If you stopped wasting time, and if you stopped lying, and if you oriented yourself to the highest possible good that you could conceive of, and you committed to that, how much good could you do? Well, I would say... Why don't you find out? You can do it with even less self-sacrifice. 
You can start by fixing only the things that you want to fix. God, you can get a massive way that way. So, do it. See what happens. That's what you should have been taught right from the beginning. Aim at the highest good. Tool yourself into something that can... And go out there and manifest it in the world. Everything that comes your way will be... A blessing! Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. What XP? Everything that comes your way will be a blessing. And the moral is that the realization of your bliss, your true being, comes when you have put aside passing moments with its terror and with its temptations and its statement of requirements of life. That you should live this way. Why well, I always tell my students, follow your bliss. Follow your, follow your bliss. I say follow your bliss and don't be afraid. Follow your bliss and don't be afraid. And doors will open where you didn't know they were going to be. Your bliss, where the deep sense of being informed. Going where your body and soul want to go. When you have that feeling, then stay with it. And don't let anyone throw you off. I was in my favorite restaurant uh, at the table for sitting a father, a mother, and a scrawny little boy uh, about 12 years old. Yeah. The father says to the boy, drink your tomato juice. The boy says, I don't want to. The father, with a louder voice, says, drink your tomato juice. And the mother says, don't make him do what he doesn't want to do. Father looks at her and he says, he can't go through life doing what he wants to do. If he does only what he wants to do, he'll be dead. Look at me. I've never done the thing I wanted to in all my life. Follow your bliss. Follow your, follow your bliss. Yeah. I say follow your bliss and don't be afraid. Follow your bliss and don't be afraid. And doors will open where you didn't know they were going to be. A poet is one who's made a profession. Yeah. And a lifestyle of being in touch with that. Bless up, Wet XP. Appreciate you, baby. Concerned with other things. They get themselves involved in economic and aye, other aye. activities or you're drafted into a war that isn't the one what you're interested in. Most people living in that realm of occasional concerns, <laughs> they all have the capacity that's waiting to be awakened. Aye. 
Well, we're having experiences all the time, which may, on occasion, render some sense of this little intuition of where your joy is. Grab it. No one can tell you what it's going to be. You've got to learn to recognize your own depths. Follow your bliss. Follow your follow your bliss. I say follow your bliss and don't be afraid. Follow your bliss and don't be afraid. And doors will open where you didn't know they were going to be. It's miraculous. If you do follow your bliss, you perch yourself on a kind of track that has been there all the while waiting for you. And the life that you ought to be living is the one you're living. Somehow, when you can see it, you begin to deal with people who are in the field of your bliss. And they open doors to you right there, wherever you are. If you're following your bliss, follow your bliss. Follow your, follow your bliss. Follow your bliss and don't be afraid Follow your bliss and don't be afraid And doors will open where you didn't know they were gonna be Follow your bliss Follow your, follow your bliss I say follow your bliss and don't be afraid Follow your bliss and don't be afraid And doors will open where you didn't know they were gonna be Joseph Campbell here at the dawn. This should be on any any best of meaning wave. Other than that, it hasn't been released. What? What? Big up Wet XP, thank you for the 199 super chat. Timothy Delgado, thank you for the $5 super chat. Appreciate you, baby. Wet XP. Cindy Bailey. Pulling into Tennessee. Wants a bonus international high five. Who am I to say no? Bonus extra international high five. Okay. Three, two, one. High five. There's an extra. That bonus. Tennessee I high five. Congratulations, Cindy Bailey. Timothy Delgado says, follow your wrist. Wrist, 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 wrist,
faults, I'm not. But I know that if I stay like on this path, that things can get better. I believe that, because there's proof for me. You know, my career's gotten better. You know, I've met people that have loved me. You know, I've been in and out of a relationship with somebody that loved me. For one of the first times in my life that I really felt bad. Not that other people hadn't loved me in the past, but this was the first time I could feel it. You know, and it's just because something had changed inside of me, you know, where I didn't need to just have all these walls up or whatever to survive anymore. Like, you know, I think my higher power wants to tell me, look, man, you're going to be okay. You know, you can take a break. You know? Anyway, you know, I don't know if I'll always be a part of this program or not. tell stories it's okay to create and be want to bring people together and and be a storyteller and think about things and that's all okay but for the first time in my life i have a little bit of a story of my own Whoa. you know and there are moments you know not always but there's moments where i don't feel as ashamed of myself as i did for so long man you know i was so ashamed i was so ashamed of myself for nothing Really for nothing. Just because at a young age, nobody had told me not to be ashamed of myself. You know, nobody had told me, hey man, you're okay. You know, nobody had told me, hey man, you are okay. And you're not a bad person. And you're not a bad person. Because for so much of my life, I wanted to know that about my side of my head. And now I go into these rooms and I hear other, I hear other, I hear, and, it, and I feel a seal, a seal, and there is proof right there. Inside of me, living inside of my body. Through feeling and through love. And that's dope, man. Just fucking dope. For the first time in my life, I can tell you a true story. Like this story, like that's a true story. You know, for the first time in my life, I can tell you a true story. Like this story, like that's a true story. Man, Hercules got an amazing dance going on right now.
think of all the forms of leverage, the best one in modern society, and people are going, this is glib, this is overused, and this is why I tell people, learn to code. We have this idea that in the future, there's going to be these robots, and they're going to be doing everything. And that may be true, but I would say the majority of the robot revolution has already happened. The robots are already here, and there are way more robots than there, than there are humans. We pack them in data centers for heat and efficiency reasons. Put them in servers, they're inside the computers. All the circuits, the robot mind inside that's doing all the work. And so every great software developer, for example, now has an army of robots working for him at nighttime while he or she sleeps. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. We're just adding in much more of the hardware component these days. As we get more familiar, we get more comfortable with the idea of autonomous vehicles and autonomous airplanes and autonomous ships and autonomous trucks and delivery bots and Boston Dynamics and robots and all that. But robots who are doing web searching for you are already here. Cleaning up your video and audio and already here. Answering customer service queries that you would have had to call a human for. Already here. An army of robots is already here. It's very cheaply available. The bottleneck is just figuring out intelligent and interesting things you can do to them. So the robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. The robot army is already here. The robot revolution has already happened. You can order this army of robots around. Just the commands have to be issued in the language that they understand. Robots aren't very smart. They have to be told very precisely what to do and how to do it. So coding is such a great superpower. Now you can speak the language of the robot army and you can tell them what to do.
One thing I might mention, most writers, and I think it's an unfortunate thing, they try to write something that they think a certain audience might enjoy. I've never been able to do that. Because I can't put myself in the mind of other people. I only know what I enjoy. So every time I've written a story, I've always tried to write the sort of story that I myself would enjoy reading. I'm waiting to find out what happens next. And I can't know what other people think, but I can know what I think. I can't know what other people think, but I can know what I think. And I feel I'm not that unusual. If there's a type of story I like, there must be lots of people who like the same type of stories. Therefore, I have always written to please myself, not to please a certain type of audience, the sort of story that I myself would enjoy reading.
I knew this guy, he'd been in a motorcycle accident and it really ruined him. And he was like a linesman, you know, working on the power. And he was working with someone who had Parkinson's disease and they had complementary inadequacies. And so two of them could do the job of one person. So they're out there fixing power lines in the freezing cold, despite the fact that one was three quarters wrecked with the motorcycle accident. The other one had Parkinson's. That's how our civilization works. There's all these ruined people out there. They've got problems like you can't believe. Off they go to work. Can do things they don't even like. And look, the lights are on. My God, it's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. And we're so ungrateful. College students, postmodern types, are so ungrateful. You know, they don't know that they're surrounded by just a bloody miracle. Miracle that all this stuff works, that all you crazy chimpanzees that don't know each other can sit in the same room for two hours sweltering away without tearing each other apart because that's what chimps do. Without tearing each other apart because that's what chimps do. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. It's a miracle. Look, the lights are on. It's a miracle. It's unbelievable. So, anyways, so, what happened? Well, I made some videos and I got to the bottom of some things, at least as far as I can tell. So I told you what the bottom is. Then I got this idea about what you might do about it, which isn't my idea. It's not my idea. It's an old, 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 old idea. It's far older than Christianity. It's the oldest story of mankind. It's old. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Get yourself together. Transcend your suffering. See if you can be some kind of hero. Make the suffering in the world less. Well, that's the way forward, as far as I can tell. If there is any way forward. And that's what it looks like to me. So, that's it.
Now you may say, I need some help in this process, and therefore I am going to find someone else to help me. It may be a therapist, it may be a clergyman, it may be a guru, it may be any kind of person who teaches a technique of self-improvement. Now, how will you know whether this person is able to teach you? How can you judge, for example, whether a psychotherapist is effective or just a charlatan? How can you judge whether a guru is himself spiritually wise or merely a good chatterbox? Well, of course, you ask your friends, you ask his other students or patients, and they're all, of course, enthusiastic. You have to be enthusiastic when you bought something expensive. If you bought an automobile, which turned out to be a lemon, it's very difficult to admit that it was a lemon and that you were fooled. And it's the same when you buy a religion or an expensive operation. But what people do not sufficiently realize is that when you pick an authority, whether it's a psychotherapeutic one or a religious one, you chose it. You chose it. You chose it. You chose it. In other words, that this fellow or this book or this system is the right one is your opinion. And how are you competent to judge? After all, if you're saying to this other person or other source, I think you are the authority, that's your opinion. So you cannot really judge whether an authority is a sound authority unless you yourself are a sound authority. Otherwise, you may just be being fooled. You may say, for example, I believe that the Bible is the word of God. All right, that's your opinion. I know the Bible says it's the word of God, but it's your opinion that the Bible is not lying. The church says the Bible is the word of God, but it's your opinion that the church is right. You cannot escape from that situation. It's your opinion. You chose it. You chose it.
Churchill Canuck. What's up, Brian? Down below there, we have the shadow, as Jung calls it. It's like the blind spot for ego. That about yourself, of which your ego is completely unconscious, of which it has no knowledge whatsoever. This shadow, in Jung's terminology, corresponds almost precisely to the Freudian unconscious. The Freudian unconscious is constituted of repressed experiences, repressed shocks. And it is these shocks that have set up the slant, the posture, the structuring attitude of the individual to life. It's these that constitute the personal unconscious, the shocks that will have upset and transformed the life experience of one person will not be precisely the same as those that will have done so for another. And so the shadow is the order of what Jung calls the personal unconscious. On the other hand, the self is a function of the biology of the body. We have two things here. We have a basic human biology and we have then a system of individual experiences both in the unconscious realm it's are in those centers that dreams come that dreams come that dreams come it's are in those centers that dreams come that dreams come that dreams come and dreams of course will be primarily personally oriented. They will have come from the shadow system mostly, but the shadow system rests on the deeper ground. What? Come to myths, the imagery is out of the general system. And Jung speaks of two orders of dream. There'll be one order of symbols that you can interpret by personal association, the free association technique that Freud uses. But there will be then other images in your dreams at certain critical moments in your life that you cannot interpret through personal associations. They will be strictly mythological. Strictly! Character. On the other hand, you can have dreams that have to do with personal experiences that are quite peculiar to yourself. And these Jung calls the, the smaller or little dreams and the others the big dreams. Often big dreams occur in technicolor. It's out of those centers that dreams come, that dreams come, that dreams come. It's out of those centers that dreams come, that dreams come, that dreams come. It's out of those centers that dreams come, that dreams come, that dreams come. It's out of those centers that dreams come, that dreams come. Come
Temporarily 
Yeah, my, my opinion is if, if, if somebody wants to stay home, they should stay home. And if somebody doesn't want to stay home, they should not be compelled to stay home. That's my opinion. Being told to be quiet. If somebody doesn't like that, well, that's my opinion. So not to shout four more years in the Airbnb. This notion, though, that four more years. you can just sort of send checks out everybody and, and things will be fine is not true, obviously. Some people have this absurd, like, uh, view <laughs> the economy is like some magic horn of plenty. Like, it, it just makes stuff. I'm getting bitten alive right now. You know, whatever, it just, there's a magic horn of plenty, and the goods and services, they just come from this magic horn of plenty, and then if, um, like, if somebody has more stuff than somebody else, it's because they took more from this magic horn of plenty. Now, let me just break it to you, the, the fools out there. If you don't make stuff... There's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, 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 there's no stuff. So, if you don't make the food, you don't process the food, you don't transport the food, foreshadowing, medical treatment. He's fixed. There's no stuff. I would become detached from reality. You can't just legislate money and solve these things. If you don't make stuff, what? There is no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff. There's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff. We'll run out at the stores. Run out of the. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. If you don't make stuff, there is no stuff.
great things, things that you do are really happening. For example, no great genius can explain how he does it. The great things that you do are really happening. Yes, he said, I have learned the technique to express myself. Because I had something in me that had to come out. If I were a musician, I had to learn how music is produced. How music is produced. How music is produced. If I want to describe something, I have to learn a language so that others can understand. I need a technique. But then beyond that, I'm afraid I can't tell you how it was that I used that technique to express this mysterious thing I wanted to show you. If we could tell people, we would have schools where we would infallibly train musical geniuses, scientific, miracle minds. And there would be so many of them, we, we wouldn't know what to do with them. Geniuses would be a dime a dozen. Then we would say, well, these people are, after all, not very ingenious. You know, PhDs, how many of them are there? Because what is fascinating always about genius is the fellow does something we can't understand. He surprises. The great thing is the truth. Are really happy The great things that you do are really happy For example, no great genius can explain how he does it. The great things that you do are really happy But you see. Just in the same way, we cannot understand our own brain. Neurology knows relatively little about the brain, which is only to say that the brain is a lot smarter than neurology. Yet there is this, which can perform all these extraordinary intellectual and cultural miracles. We don't know how we do, but we did. We didn't. Have some campaign to have an improved over the monkeys or whatever may be our ancestors. It happens. And all growth, you see, is fundamentally something that happens. But for it to happen, two things are important. And the first is, as I said, you must have the technical ability to express what happens. Secondly, you must get out of your own way. The great things that you do are really happiness. The great things that you do are really happiness. For example, no great genius can explain how he does it. The great things that you do. Already happening.
Striking gang, jazz out German looking like what's up, Seraphim? What up, Olin? What up, Mason? What up, Subjetage? What up, John Gavi? What up, Hanno Sess? Shaggy. Stay digging. Black Rock Beacon, what's up? And then, of course, understanding the brain as a visualization machine is very, very important. Very, very important. Because visualization is the biggest, most powerful part of your brain. It's the, the part that influences you most. Part that influences you most. Understanding the brain as a visualization machine is very, very important. Very, very important. Because visualization is the biggest, most powerful part of your brain. It's the, the part that influences you most.
can't eat ten roasts of beef in one day. Can't live in six houses at once. Can't drive three Rolls Royces at the same time. What do you do? Watch what is going on. Watch what happens. Nobody ever does this, you know. Nobody ever does this, you know. Watch what is going on. Watch what happens. Nobody ever does this. Well, you just go make what? more money. Just put your money back. Invest it in something else, and it'll make more. A man like Mike B. And you don't give a damn. I appreciate you, baby. God bless. You don't care if they find. Man like Mike B with the epic 49.99 super chat like a warrior. Kill up all the fish. Thank you, though. So long as you see these figures happen, you're not aware of anything else. So you see, you went out to a self-improvement thing. Making money, you see, is a measure of improvement. A measure of your economic worthwhileness. Or at least that's what it's supposed to be. It isn't anything of the kind. But you went out, in other words, for the status instead of for the actuality. Watch what is going on. Watch what happens. Nobody ever does this, you know. Nobody ever does this, you know. Watch what is going on. What should happen? Nobody ever does this, you know. Nobody ever does this. You do an art, you're a musician. Why do you play music? The only reason for playing music is to enjoy it. If you play music to impress an audience, read about yourself in the newspaper, you're not interested in music. So in the same way, why do I come and talk to you? Because I enjoy it. I like the sound of my own voice. I'm interested in what I'm talking about, and I get paid for it. And that's smart in this life, to get paid for what you enjoy. So here's the situation, you see. The whole idea of self-improvement is a will-of-the-wisp and a hoax. That's not what it's about. Let's begin where we are. What happens if you know, if you know beyond any shadow of doubt, that there is nothing you could do to be better. Well, it's kind of a relief, isn't it? You say, well, now what will I do? Because we're so used to making things better. Leave, leave the world a better place than when you found it, sort of thing. I want to be of service to other people and all these dreadfully hazy ideas. But supposing instead of that, seeing that there isn't really anything we can do to improve ourselves or to improve the world, if we realize that that is so, it gives us a breather in the course of which we may simply watch what is going on. Watch what happens. Nobody ever does this. Nobody ever does this. Stronger. And you don't know what that
outer limits to that are. Because you might ask yourself, like, if for 10 years, if you didn't avoid doing what you knew you needed to do, by your own definitions, right, within the value structure that you've created to the degree that you've done that, what would you be like? Five hours. Ooh, ooh. I was not planning on doing a five-hour stream, but here we are. What would you be like? Whoop! What would you be like? Start wasting time. What would you be like? Like four would have been symmetrical. What would you be like? If you spoke your mind. Thank you, biological bootloader. <laughs> I think it's time to wrap it up. It's nice doing this. I haven't done it for a while. Um, playing songs and whatnot. Thank you all for being here. We started, as I recall, with the, uh, I think it was the song that the most of you, when asked, said was your favoriteest Meaning Wave song. I was pleasantly surprised uh, by the second most favoriteest chosen by you. And it's the... It's, one of my most favoriteest, you know, how it is with songs. Is like, what was the cliche? You don't ask people who their favorite child is, right? But then, you know, if I had four hundred children, I would definitely prefer some to the others. But anyway, like this one, that was the one that the most of you, apart from that, chose good, chose this song. This is very, uh, as some of you might know, this is a special song to me. It's a song that kind of I had the shape of and the feeling of, and it was something I wanted to create from when, from when I was like uh, 17 or something like that. And uh, it was one of the first times I was ever I was able to fully realize something musically. 
Um, I can hear you guys now. <laughs> Whatever you are, I can hear the noises. Hercules and Mamadon are playing or something. Anyway. Uh, so I think this is a good one to close on. Because that's the journey, right? That's what this journey has been, the journey of Meaning Wave. It wasn't deliberate. I didn't deliberately set out to do something that would enable me to make the kind of music as I'd always wanted to make. Because through the sheer brutality of making the amount of records I've made at the frequency, at the speed, at the relentless execution, that that's what made me able to do what I always dreamed of doing. I was pushing myself for, for that many years on a basically daily basis. It was the thing I always tell people, like, don't you just sat there laboring on the same song for five years. If you make a song every day, by the time you get to year five, you'll be making the kind of music that you'd wanted to make in the first place, but you have to go through that, you know, and that applies to everything. So it was the execution, it was that showing up consistently, dropping music, and having the uh, ability, <laughs> the disregard of certain personal feelings to just allow a thing to exist in its imperfect form and keep moving on and keep make, moving on to the next one, keep moving on to the next one, keep moving on to the next one, drop, move, drop, move. That allowed me to get to the point where I could actually execute at the level I'd always dreamed of. So, here's the meaning wave. The gift that keeps on giving. I'll dedicate this to my beautiful family who are lying half asleep on a bed. Just there. Without whom this would not exist. discuss the web from three points of view as an analogy of the selective operation of our senses and mind whereby certain things in the world are picked out as significant according to certain game rules the game that we are playing mostly is the survival game that is to say the game ought to go on doing something, then it just isn't worth it. 
Then the second thing that we observed was the web as an analogy of mutual interdependence. We could call it the idea that all existence is relative, that all existence is transaction. The transaction being typically exemplified by, say, the operation of buying and selling, in which there can be no buying without somebody selling, and there can be no selling without somebody else buying. That kind of interdependence of the inside going together with the outside. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. We explored the web as a trap, the spider's web. Won't you come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. And we saw what would look at all of life from the point of view that it is original selfishness and original hunger. And we found that if you take that point of view to its ultimate extreme, it dissolves. And it isn't so bad after all. Shakespeare says, it is a tale told by an idiot, full of sound and fury, signifying nothing. When it's put that way, it doesn't seem so bad after all. <laughs> what is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental to existence. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. What is in you going together with what is outside you is absolutely fundamental. It is existence. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. Existence is relativity. I remember that I had a Zen master friend who wrote a letter to a friend of mine, which was passed on to me. This friend of mine was aspiring to be a writer and he was trying to write novels that would put across Buddhism to people. Sugar the pill. And my Zen master friend didn't approve of this at all. He said, don't write any story to people. Write it to the great sky. Because all the real masters of literature, especially novelists and storytellers, are great masters of nonsense. Think of Lewis Carroll. You can uh, use Lewis Carroll, and he did use Alice in Wonderland as a Zen textbook. It was brillig and the slithy toes, the gyre and gimbal in the wave. That's Zen. I had a discussion with a great master in Japan. We were talking about the various people who are working to translate the Zen books into English. He said, that's a waste of time. If you really understand Zen, he said, you can use any book. You could use the Bible. You could use Alice in Wonderland. You could use the dictionary. Because, he said, the sound of the rain needs no translation. The sound of the rain needs no translation. The sound of the rain needs no translation. The sound of the rain 
Thank you for being here. Happy birthday, Meaning Wave. Happy Meaning Wave Day, everybody. We'll see you soon. By five o'clock. Three, two, one. All right, Turkey's hands. Thank you to everyone who's here tonight. Uh, thank you to everyone who supported Biological Bootloader, Mike B, Sice, Orsivian, Timothy Delgato, WordXP, Andrew Kamaromi, Luke, Austin, everyone else whose names have disappeared from the back end of my thing because of the computer crash. <laughs> thank you to everyone who supported us over these past four years. Without you, we would not be here. And I'm really happy to be here personally. Personally, I'm really happy to be here. I'm really excited about the future. It's a beautiful day to be alive here at the Vegan Fragility and Civilization by Joe! God bless.